Welcome back to our entrepreneurial series running all the month of February 2023. I'm your host, Ruthie Gray, and this is the Authentic Online Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm going to get candid with you about a little bit of the background of my entrepreneurial journey. As some of you may know, I am writing a book this year. I'm telling you this so that I will remain accountable. And some of the ideas and background that I'm going to share with you today are from the bare bones sketches, the very beginnings of my book. So if you read the book when it comes out, some of this may sound familiar. Of course, we're probably going to edit most of it out. So who knows? This is a whole entrepreneurial journey for me. And by the way, I want to mention that if you're a writer too, if you've written a book and you're trying to build your platform online, like Instagram, I work with a lot of writers and this is where my expertise comes in. But the cool thing is I'm going to be in your shoes now. I have written a couple of ebooks before, but this is the first real live. You can hold it in your hand. It's not just going to be an ebook. It's going to be a real hard copy, full-blown launch, all that thing. So I'm going to be in your shoes and then you can give me all of the advice too. But I do know how to market a book. So I'm excited because I already have that foundation laid as far as my platform. This is something that I advise you if you are in the beginnings of writing and don't have a platform yet, or if you have already released a book and your platform is a little weak, do it now. Grow that platform. Because the day that I announced on Facebook, on my personal Facebook, on my public Facebook page, and on Instagram that I was going to release a book, I got lots of positive feedback and people saying they want to read the book. And that's because I've spent so many years building community and developing my platforms. Start now building that community. Now back to today's topic at hand. So this is kind of like my jumbled thoughts of how I got here in the entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now... Here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Attention, I have a fear of the unknown. (laughs) I am fearful of what people think of me. I am fearful of the future. I have even been known to be fearful of what my children think and say about me. In my mind, fear is a kind of force that holds me back from achieving my goals and living my best life for Christ. Fear is an energy that keeps me from doing things that I would otherwise do if it weren't for this force holding me back. I want to overcome this fear. I want to be free. If you do too, come along with me. You may think that I've already arrived and that I've already conquered my fears, but the truth is I've just faced them and powered through because I believe that where I am right now is where God called me to be not because I am a fearless person. Recently, I was interviewed by the lovely Sue Moore Donaldson for her Welcome Heart Living a Legacy Life podcast. 
which by the way, is a lovely podcast, very encouraging. In fact, we'll leave the link to her podcast in the show notes. And she pulled things out of me that I didn't know were there. And her question was this, what do you want your legacy to be? And I said, I do not want to leave a legacy of fearfulness. I am fearful at my core. My dad was fearful at his core. And my grandmother was fearful at her core. Can you see the pattern here? All three of us are basically the same personality type. We are scared. We are procrastinators. We are witty and we love a good laugh. We defer to the louder people. We're afraid to express our opinions. We can manifest and take on the opinions of others because we can see all the sides. (laughs) We're afraid to draw a line in the sand. We're afraid of confrontation. We're afraid to speak up, go out, and also we're afraid of heights. Here's a little bit of background. My dad took a failing grade in high school speech class because he refused to do a speech. And he later became a pastor, preacher, speaker, and that was only through the work of the Holy Spirit. My grandmother in midlife decided to shut down and not go out of the house. No church, no grocery store, no Christmas pageants starring her only grandchild, yours truly. Grandma didn't give me the legacy of confidence. She left me lots of things, two of which I will own proudly. One is I'm short, just like her. I used to call her Grandma Tippy Toes because one day I came in and she was standing on a chair trying to get into a cabinet in the kitchen and I caught her grandma tippy toes. So my own grandkids could call me that. And the second is a legacy of a great sense of humor. But she did leave that legacy of fear. My dad turned the tables and left a legacy of not really confidence, but overcoming the fear, fighting it back with faith. God confidence and Holy Spirit infusion because this is what God asked of him. What if in the second half of life, we don't give in to our fear? What if we dare to do something we've always wanted to do? Knit, Zumba, skydiving, build a business. And not just a business, but a business you love. This isn't what I set out to do, build a business. But in the search for legacy, because I'd already raised my kids, Goal one, box checked. I grew my dreams, hence my dare, if you will. I dared. (laughs) And when I answered Sue Moore Donaldson's question about legacy, I realized so much more. I realized my roots and God's reality. I realized I love my job. And I realized that marketing, the very definition of it is basically the opposite of fear. I am a marketing coach. Most people are afraid to promote themselves. I teach them how to do it in a way that doesn't feel icky. I do my own marketing in a way that doesn't feel icky. And I love it. (laughs) And I know what you're thinking. You're asking, Ruthie, do you really mean you love self-promo? No, not necessarily. What I love 
is filling a need that people want, speaking to that pain point. I am providing a service that they are asking for, whether they know it or not. I'm filling a need. You see, marketing is all about sharing your solution with people and getting them to invest. And by invest, even if you don't have a product or service, you want them to go somewhere and do something. Click a link to a website, read a blog post, listen to your podcast, grab your newsletter download. But marketing is much more than that. It's showing, not telling. Building confidence, not fear. It's earning trust by being good to humans because you are a human and you want others treated as you want to be treated. Marketing doesn't have to be a hard sell. Marketing can be fun. Even the copy, even the sales pages. My mantra is authentic online marketing. So easy your mom or Carol Brady can do it. Now that's funny. At least the 70s children will think it is. Marketing can be fun. And the fun comes when others realize you have the thing they've been searching for. A little bit more background about my legacy in regards to community and why I'm so passionate about building communities. Because believe it or not, this did not come easy for me. My dad was a pastor. Our home surrounded Christ on a daily basis. My parents ministered to others through house calls, prayers, and hospitality. My mom taught me the ABCs of scripture when I was four. You know, A, all we like sheep have gone astray. B, be kind one to another. She grounded me in scripture. My parents were the epitome of what it means to have a church welcome committee. (laughs) All two of them. They knew how to build community. Although dad pastored several churches in his lifetime and held special meetings at other churches, see the one about me snoring in the front pew while accompanying him. (laughs) His longest tenure was at a little country church in the heart of Southern West Virginia. This is where I learned the importance of cultivating community. Dad would stand at the door to grasp a hand and speak an encouraging, sometimes witty word as folks mounted the concrete steps and entered the church doors. Meanwhile, mom worked the inside crowd, bouncing from pew to pew, greeting, exclaiming, we missed you last week and connecting. Did you see Pam's new baby? Pam sitting directly behind newest target. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Welcome committee? No. I was the one sitting on the second row clipping my nails or reading a book. Talk to people? No, thanks. (laughs) Sit inside my little corner and answer when spoken to? Yes, please. Only don't speak to me unless I like you. (laughs) As I said before, my dad was not an extrovert. Remember that failing grade he took in high school speech class? Mom, on the other hand, was born with a purse on her arm and a phone in her hand. The woman loves people. In fact, her first love is others, and her second love is connecting others. She is the ultimate community cultivator. I cringed every time she said, Ruthie, come meet so-and-so. Seriously, I don't need another person in my life. I have you, Dad, and my best friend, Mitchie. That's enough. (laughs) 
Being an only child didn't do me any favors in this area. For years, I wanted siblings so I could be like everybody else. But by the time I reached my teens, I realized not sharing a bathroom was in my best interests after all. Mom battled my introversion like the plague. When I was nine, mom sent me to summer camp for a week. I did not want to go. I cried. I pleaded. I threw a fit. Mom won and I went to camp and I hated it. However, she sent me right back to camp the next year and it went a little better. In fact, the year after that, I was ready to go and having a good time. I had built a community. From then on, I looked forward to seeing my friends at camp. But it was only because my mom kept pushing me out of my shell. Some will argue you shouldn't push your child to do things that don't come naturally. I would argue it's with a larger view in mind, that of the child's future, potential, and legacy. Years later, I see the value in what she did for me that summer of my ninth year of life. It had a lasting legacy. And now I build communities. Turns out that's the secret sauce to my business. Over the past five years, I built a business that started out with an experiment. A colleague and mentor took a chance on me after I worked up the guts to pitch to her. The experiment was a success that landed me several contracts for the next 18 months until I transitioned into Instagram coaching. Then I transitioned into group coaching. How did I get the guts to make that move? With a coach and mastermind. The coach of the mastermind saw my potential and suggested it, so I went for it. After testing my group coaching, I opened a full-fledged, high-level group coaching communities. How did I get the guts? By testing, seeing what worked, and hiring a coach long-term. Are you seeing a pattern here? Investment is key to advancement in business. When you invest, you commit. And if you don't use that commitment, it hurts the pocketbook. If you do, it also hurts because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. So where do you want to be? Stuck floundering on your own or advancing out of your comfort zone? I call that walking by faith without brakes. <laughs> As in car brakes. Remember when God called Abraham to get out of his country, but Abraham had no clue where he was going? That's the 21st century walk of faith for the Christian online business owner. Face your fear and fight back with faith. Cultivate community. Weave the threads of your background, just like I told you about my legacy. Take action and pray. My book is going to be about how to tie together the various experience life throws your way. There will be some self-help tips in there. It's going to highlight my story. I'm still not sure how to say it. I can't sum it up in one sentence. But who is it for? I know that. The midlife mom, the parent, the entrepreneur or potential entrepreneur, or the marketer, the believer, the mom who wants something to do with her life that will make a difference, leave a legacy. Someone who may not want community or may not even realize she needs community yet. But I want to enlighten her that she does. She may be an introvert, <laughs> just like me. In summary, I just want to encourage you, if you are 
wondering what this second half of life is supposed to look like for you. If you're a little bit lost, a little bit stuck, thinking about daring to dream, you're toying with different ideas. Here are five tips from someone who's been there, right in your place. Number one, face your fear and fight back with faith. You are in midlife. You can't go backwards. And now you don't know what to do to go forward. My favorite verse for this concept of midlife, seemingly being stuck between a rock and a hard place, is from the context when Moses took the Israelites out of Egypt and they were being chased by the Egyptians and God had led them to the Red Sea. And so all they had was the Red Sea on one side and the Egyptians on the other, and they saw no way out. Exodus 14, 13 and 14 says, And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. God has a way for you. He will fight for you, but you've got to trust him. Number two, cultivate community or join a community. Get you some community. Number three, weave the threads of your legacy and your past experiences. That will help point you to the next step. Number four, take the next step. (laughs) Take action. Move what is right in front of you that you could do next. I guarantee you there's something. It might not be the option you want, but it's there. (laughs) Do it. And number five, invest. Invest in your future. What does that look like? I don't know. It may mean buying yarn materials for your new crochet class that you're going to take. (laughs) Maybe you don't know anyone in the class, but you know you want to start crocheting. Or it may mean buying a course or investing in a mastermind or a coach. I certainly hope you'll consider mine, Authentic Online Marketing School, the perfect blend of Instagram and email marketing. I cultivate community right in there. It's built-in community. It's beautiful. And you'll get so much support and ideas, networking, and just your brain's going to explode, but you're going to be excited. (laughs) And you'll have clarity for your next move. That's just, you know, I am a marketing coach after all. I got to market a little bit, right? And stay tuned for the book. I hope you've enjoyed this little walk through memory lane with me. And I hope that you have gotten some encouragement, a boost for your next step in midlife. If you enjoy this podcast, we would really love a review It does a lot for our show. It gives proof that we are really offering value. It gives us a boost too to keep going when we hear from our listeners. It's social proof. It shows the world and the internet and Google and Apple and Spotify that yes, this is really a value show. So if you wouldn't mind, just take a minute, tap the five stars and write a short review I love this show. It's given me the boost I need to continue growing my platform. I love the show because X, Y, Z. Just a little review would be great. And if you sign your name, I will give you a shout out on Instagram. We would really appreciate it. So consider leaving a review. 
Stay tuned for next week's episode in the entrepreneurial series. It's the last one called Unlocking Business Growth with Book Marketing Tips with Shelly Hitz. It's going to be great. Until then, be sure to share your message, your way, consistently in your own authentic voice. And don't give in to fear. Fear.